Welcome to Life Gloss, a beauty podcast for sassy and seasoned women who have lived life and have a drawer full of lip gloss to prove it. We're your hosts, Susan Gerdeman and Hillary Clark Mina. Join us each Thursday as we discuss life and how it relates to the world of beauty inside and out. Susan, I was thinking about the word menopause the other day. Were you having a tough day? Aren't they all? No, I was thinking about how if you break it down, the word pause is in the word menopause. So you took a nap? Don't I wish. No, a pause, kind of like a break, just before something happens, a moment to think and regroup. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. It's kind of like menopause. I mean, it's not menostop, it's menopause. Yes, exactly. I guess because I'm going through this, I'm putting a positive spin on it and reflecting. I'm starting to feel like this is a time, you know, where we all pause. I've been taking stock, you know, thinking about my life. And maybe it's just the beginning of an exciting new chapter. I'm definitely not ready to just stop and disappear. Exactly. And what if we did that and we actually came back stronger in our next chapters, even better? Well, definitely wiser. I I do feel stronger. So stronger and wiser. Or what about hotter and smarter? Oh, yes, (laughs) definitely. It's like it's a menopositivity. It's menopositive. I love it. Menopositive. Who's with us out there? Join the menopositive. Take it back. I love it. Let's own it. We have to, right? I agree way beyond time. And I know that you have this all figured out. I do. Well, you know, more than I do, you know, for me, menopause was a surprise. And on that note, for our audience, we want you to know that in future episodes, we're having menopause experts, including pro and anti HRT doctors and oncologists as guests on the show, because we think it's important that we share as much information as we can So listeners, I'm going to ask you now, if you have questions for our experts, send them in and we will address them. Yes, please send them in. I mean, I think we also need to relate this back to the beauty industry. And this is something we always do on Life Loss. And here's the question. How does menopause relate to the beauty industry? Is this just a trend or do you think that this is part of the permanent landscape of the beauty industry? I think that the beauty industry has officially identified menopause as a category. And as we all know, that means that investors have opened their wallets. They see it as a new quote unquote white space, and it is quickly being flooded with brands and products. Now, as much as I love being seen, especially at the beginning of this journey for me, I am definitely on watch for us so that we don't get bamboozled by silver washing. You know how crazy I am about protecting us. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think as women, we're much smarter than the entire beauty industry as a whole. I think as bio individuals, nobody knows their body better than you do. And that being said, I'm always learning. I know you are too. But I think that one big thing I just learned from my eye doctor is that dry eyes are actually a part of menopause, um, which I had no idea that that was even a thing. So I just started using this new product called Retain Eye Drops at night. I love them. Interesting. Interesting. You know, there are 
over 32 officially documented symptoms of menopause and it can they can be any variety for any woman and every single journey is so individual and you know, I had the same thing with dry eyes. I have a contact wear and they were becoming intolerable for me. Estrogen is part of my journey right now. And so far, it's been really, really helpful. That's amazing. You know, I think everybody's menopause is a journey. Um, I think it's I think it's also an adventure, that's for sure. So why don't we talk about what brands we think are addressing skincare needs? I think we can do another episode talking about makeup and menopause and those needs. But why don't we today talk a little bit about skincare and then everybody out there, keep an eye out for future episodes that we deal specifically with menopause makeup brands and makeup needs. Yes. Menopause makeup absolutely deserves its own episode. We are going to do that. Yes. So Hill, let's talk about the usual suspects in the beauty industry as far as skincare goes that I think are doing a really, really good job addressing um, all the menopause symptoms when it comes to skincare. In kind of the class category or the luxury category, I really feel strongly that Sicily, Chanel, and Shiseido are doing an excellent job addressing those needs with moisturizers and face oils and masking, et cetera. Um, And I also think that some of the new brands I've been looking into that have been effective. I think Natura Bisse has done a great job. Um, They've kind of rebranded themselves recently. And I think some of their moisturizers, um, they make a great eye cream. I think they're doing a really solid job. And I know there's one that you really, really like, and it's on your radar. Yes, exactly. I love Mae Lindstrom. And particularly for people that have inflammation concerns, or they're starting to find that their skin is just more reactive. If you can tolerate naturals and bioavailables, I know that my body likes those a lot more. They work better for me than synthetics. And May Lindstrom, I'm just captivated by the way that she harvests and the way that she processes all of her formulas. And my skin just looks more alive when I use her products. That's amazing. You know, there's also this whole new category. I mean, we could probably give a list of like, you know, even more. And we can probably put those on our website for those of you that are interested. Um, there's many more brands that are out there. Those, These are just some that have just come up um, in our conversations recently. But as far as new brands go, I know that there's a few out there. Um, one brand I've personally tried that's new is Womanness. And I think they're doing a really solid job. Um, I think that the products are pretty effective. They deal with not just skin, but they also deal with body too. Yes, exactly. And I like, I do love seeing that we're, we're being seen and we're being serviced in the industry. Uh, Womanist does a really good job. They have some affordable products and they're doing, they're doing a pretty good job. I've also seen Stripes is coming out and mm-hmm. in the mass category, uh, number seven in mass. So when mass starts doing menopause, you know, it's officially a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Boots jumps on the train you know, it's definitely a big thing. And it's great. You know, you used to only be able to get uh, Boots number seven abroad in England. And now you can get it in the US, which is great, because I agree with you, they do a really nice job too, for sure. 
Um, so why don't we talk about some of our favorite products um, in class first, and then we can talk about mass and maybe just touch upon why we really like these products and why we've been sort of using them a little bit. One product that I keep going back to, I go back and forth. I've used this product for years on and off, but it's something I recently, I think because the weather changed on the East Coast, my skin was getting even drier if that's humanly possible i feel like it could crack in half um i've been reaching for elizabeth arden eight hour cream i know it sounds crazy again yeah it's just one of those i'm just like it's in the back of my medicine cabinet and i'm like you know what let me just grab that and use that i'll use it on my lips i'll use it on my elbows but i'm kind of putting it on my face at night a lot you know that one has lived in my kit for decades so Mm -hmm. thank you for the tip i'm gonna have to pull that out yeah, it's definitely one of those like makeup artist products um, that everybody sort of has in their kit. And it's kind of come out of my kit and gone into my cabinet. Another one in class that is definitely on the class end is, you know, my love of oils, anything with an oil. I'm like, I am like, you know, I want Texas. I want Houston on my face. Uh, Sicily Black Rose Face Oil, outstanding product. It is so lightweight it absorbs it gives you that gorgeous glow and it smells like heaven pricey but definitely worth it how about you so for me in the class category i i know i already spoke about her but i'm going to talk about may lindstrom again her blue cocoon it's a solid oil and uh, trust me like you listeners you guys can probably relate I have an oil lineup. I have an oil lineup, a balm lineup. Some of them don't penetrate when they sit on top of my skin and they feel greasy. It makes me crazy. I wear a lot of cashmere. I wear a lot of silk. Anything that feels good on my skin is going on my body. So a Mm -hmm. greasy oil that sits on top of the skin doesn't work for me and I just don't enjoy it. But the May Lindstrom, the Blue Cocoon, soaks right in. I wake up. The name cocoon is absolutely perfect for it. And it just nourishes. It's great for anybody that gets redness or sensitivity too. Isn't there another face oil that you were talking about the other day to me that you liked? Yes. I have just discovered this. It's by Olivier Midi, M-I-D-Y. And it's actually a 300 year old French pharmacy brand. And they do a, oh, Susan, they do this beautiful oil. It is this rich orange color and it has all of the beautiful core essential oils and then some really unique ones that I wasn't as familiar with. And it Mm. also, it just, it just dives into the skin. It's like a a drink of water for thirsty, thirsty skin. And I've heard a rumor that they are coming out with an oil cleanser and an essence. Ooh, stay tuned. I have to check check this out. Mm -hmm. Anything with an oil, I'll take it. I'll definitely have to pick up that oil because there is not an oil uh, that's safe around me these days, quite frankly. Speaking of oils for the face, um, there's also oils for the body. So let's, you know, we talked a little bit about class. Let's talk about some masks. Let's talk about some products that are available. Uh, drugstores or, you know, uh, online and Amazon, whatever. Um, and one of those is solar recovery body oil. I 
absolutely love this body oil. It is incredible. Um, it smells good. It feels good. It's a tiny little brand. I think it's a husband and wife out of Florida. And you can get it usually at, um, you know, um, stores that carry like more organic, natural food stores. But I love Solar Recovery Body Oil. I buy it like six at a time. It's really affordable and it just feels like a luxury oil at an affordable price. Also, another brand that I like, Gold Bond Crepe Corrector Body Lotion. That one you can get at any drugstore. Um, it's, the packaging is terrible, but it's just so unattractive. And it doesn't have any fragrance. So it doesn't have that smell good of the Solar Recovery, but it really works when you start to get that crepey skin. Whoever named it and crepe corrector was an absolute genius. Like I'm sold. That's all you have to tell me. Like I, I walk right by gold bond in the aisle. Yeah. I don't it doesn't even get my attention, but crepe corrector body lotion. I will be stopping. <laughs> I will be stopping in my tracks now. It really, um, it really works. Hill. It actually really works. So good on them. What products are you loving? So for mass, my I still go to my old standby. I cannot get enough of Egyptian magic. When my hair, yes. my body, my elbows, my feet, even my face, I will even use this on my face. You can use it everywhere. Egyptian magic. I mean, the price has gone up. It's insane now that they've been quote unquote discovered. The price Wait. has gone up. Yep. But for a tub, it has all of the right B products. So unfortunately, if you're if you're a hardcore vegan, you won't love this one, but it's olive oil, propolis. It's just got, it's incredible. And it does, it really rescues my skin. So that's my face, body, hair. It's my little wonder product. And um, I also really like, this brand is called Cosmia and it's Rose Hip Balm. And it's really lovely. You can use it. If you can't use vitamin A, you can use this one. If you can use vitamin A, it complements it. And rose hip. So rose hip is a very interesting ingredient that has vitamin A in it. And you have to look for the right one. Some of it is just like, you know, the rose hip seed. This is a rose hip fruit oil. That's where the good stuff is. That's where you get the vitamin A. So yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like, I almost want to have a moment of silence for Egyptian magic because that's also one of my favorite products too. It is just so good. And it's just one of those products you always have, um, in, you know, your beauty kit at home. Um, if you're a professional makeup artist, I guarantee you have it somewhere. It works on everybody. It's, it's so great. It's so great. Um, I love it. I love it. I would love to hear from our listeners other ways that you guys use it because, you know, it's always, it's always interesting to hear from you. We learn, we all learn from each other here on Life Gloss. So That's Susan, let's yes. talk skincare tips. So we Ooh, talked products. Let's talk a little bit about tips. What are your favorite tips? Okay. So my favorite skincare tips, meaning, you know, taking care of your skin, um, either during pre-menopause, uh, post-menopause, moisturizer is your best friend. And for me, I take it one step further. I think you know where I'm going to go with this. But the one thing that you absolutely have to have is oil. 
oils, oils, more oils. You want a great face oil, a great body oil to either use alone or to layer with your lotions and potions and creams. Um, I'm currently using the Sicily Black Rose face oil, but there's another one that I recently discovered too that I like that sold at Blue Mercury. And that's the M61. I think that's her own brand. It's her own line. It's the Hydra Boost face oil. Um, and it's definitely a better price than the Sicily, or it's a different price, I should say. And I think that that product is good bang for your buck, for sure. It's a good face oil, solid. I like it. And one thing, one thing that people often don't realize is that oil breaks down oil. So even if you're someone that is in menopause, your skin feels a little dry, but you have rosacea or you're getting rosacea related breakouts or hormonal breakouts, and you feel like I can't use oil, it's going to break me out. That's absolutely not true. As a medical esthetician, I can tell you oil breaks down oil, plus a natural oil will penetrate deeply into the skin. It'll calm that inflammation and it'll often break up even um, in ac uh, cystic acne. So don't be afraid of the oils. You know what's so funny, Hillary? I'm so glad you brought that up because I developed rosacea in menopause. You just reminded me of that. I did. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, I got a little bit of rosacea on my face. And the one thing that I tried, um, you know, was this M61 Hydro Boost face oil. And it really worked. I used a prescription too to help the rosacea. But this oil, the one good thing about it that I found, and to your point, different oils, different skin types, etc. Even if you are an oily skin, you can use this oil because it's very lightweight. It's non-occlusive. Um, it doesn't just sit on the top of the skin. It's almost like a dry oil in a way. And it just really goes into the skin. But um, it's funny how all of a sudden your skin really starts to change with the hormone changes. And you used to be oily. Now you're dry. Maybe you were dry. Now you're oily. And as an esthetician, um, you can speak to that for us. And I think that's wonderful. But uh, you definitely need a good face oil for sure. What else do we need? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you. So that in my skin changing was one of the big red flags for me. You know, I was going to, you know, I was going to my gynecologist. I was going to my doctor and they were telling me for years that, no, your, your blood levels look fine. You're not in menopause. You're not even perimenopause. Everything looks quote unquote normal. Well, let me tell you, it wasn't because then one day when I finally went in and got someone to listen to me, they said, oh, you're officially in menopause. So they ignored me the whole way through Perry uh, and then started paying attention later. So wow. we'll, we'll cover that in a future episode, yeah. as we said. But that's another episode one of the, for sure. Yep. One of the things that I see because I still see clients and I still am out there in the real world with real women is this whole exfoliation thing. So. I know that, you know, they tell us, and it is true that as you get older, your skin is cycling more slowly. So you'll notice that cellular turnover is not as rapid as it used to be. However, we are now coming from a decade where we over cocktailed, we over exfoliated, yes. we were doing our alphas, our betas, our, our dermabrasion, our physical, our all so much exfoliation. And I'm telling you listeners, unless you do like a professional peel, a professional laser now and then 
aggressing your skin every single day, trying to exfoliate is going to put you in a world of hurt. You cannot exfoliate away your wrinkles. Yes. And you know, that's funny you bring it up because I notice in my skincare world and all the different treatments that I do, and I love a good facial and I know you do too, but whereas when I was younger or pre-menopause, I would maybe do, you know, those chemical peels and a lot of peels and a lot of exfoliation. Now that I'm older, um, I definitely, those are not something that I'm doing as much. I leave those on the table. Um, I'm definitely more into the laser stuff than I am the peels. So you're right. It all changes. And I think you've probably really seen that firsthand, this um, sort of self-inflicted inflammation that we're doing by using 600 exfoliants. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, I have clients that come to me and they say, you know, Hillary, I exfoliate, I do this, I exfoliate this way. I'm doing the skin cycling thing, all the stuff that we hear out there. And they say, but my skin is just still so dry. It's actually dry to the touch. It's rough. And I have to tell them that is not dry skin. That is a micro scab. Your skin is wow. trying to heal. And what you, when you do that, what you've done is you've caused inflammation and the skin can't heal and repair. So you can actually cause the breakdown of collagen and elastin because it's too busy repairing every single day. And inflammation equals inflammaging. Exactly. It's like you don't want to be using an alpha hydroxy acid cream with a glycolic cream with a prescription retin-A. I mean, you've got to pick and choose as you get older. And don't you feel, Hillary, too, and we'll talk a little more about inflammation um, on another episode, too, but don't you feel as we mature, I'm finding I'm using less product. Less is more as we get older. You don't need 15 exfoliating creams. You don't need 15 moisturizers. You don't need the 12-step program. It's almost like we're just doing too much in this quest to stay young and, and stay fresh when we should be doing the opposite. Yes, listeners, please, if you take nothing, nothing away from this episode, <laughs> other than these two things, number one, menopause is your individual journey. And number two, you do not need more products. You need fewer products that work for you. Exactly. And, you know, inflammation is everywhere on your body. Um, I know from my own health journey, for me, I dealt with it on the inside, um, but it's also on the outside. So inflammation is everywhere. It's something that you're going to hear us talk about on Life Loss a lot because it is something where we will all deal with um, at some point in our lives. And as a health coach, I can tell you um, that this inflammation market is a market that is really exploding in the beauty industry. I mean, it's not just what's happening at the doctors and physicians and at the, you know, drug stores and health food stores. This is the beauty industry as well. You know, I mean, inflammation is really everywhere now and people are talking about it, which is fantastic because it's a big thing. It's, it's a critical thing, you know, and Dr. Paracone started talking about it in 1999 and now people are finally paying attention. And yeah. Speaking of, Susan, before we started recording, I was complaining because I had my first holiday party last night. I was wearing heels and my feet are killing me. What was that product that you told me about for wearing heels? We have to tell the world. So there's this great product I found when I was dealing with some inflammation 
um, and some joint pain. Again, something else that happens as we are fortunate enough to get older. Um, I found this brand. I was trying a bunch of different CBD brands and I can't take anything internally for CBD, but I knew that if I did something topically, it might help. So I started experimenting with a bunch of different CBD brands and lotions and potions. And I found this brand called CBD Medic and they make a bunch of different products. They make lotions and ointments and creams, but there's this one called Muscle and Joint pain relief spray. And it's great because it's in a spray. So I found out if you actually spray this on the soles of your feet and it dries quickly because it's a spray. So it probably has some alcohol in there and you spray it on before you put heels on, you can dance the entire night away. Not that I went out dancing in it, in my heels, but wow, it makes such a difference using this product. I love it. Okay, I'm buying it now. I need to soak in it after last night. And it's really I've got good. several more events coming up. I'm not ready to give up my heels. So yeah. uh, yes, this is, uh, I'll be investing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's one that I found that I thought really worked. And I love the idea that it's a spray. It's just quick. It's easy. Take it with you, you know, but yeah, use it on your feet. It really works. It really works. So I think we've covered a lot in this episode, and I think we have so much more to cover on this topic. We just really skimmed the top of menopause and skincare and what's happening. So listeners out there, please let us know what you want us to talk about more in the menopause world. Is it makeup? Is it skincare? Is it body? Is it health? Um, what is it that you want from us? Um, and share your tips. Yeah, we want to hear from you too, because... I think, Hillary, you said earlier, we're always learning. We might be the expert in the industry, but that doesn't mean we're not learning as fellow women going through this journey too. So why don't you come back and join us next week? We have a great episode where we talk about the cult of mascara, how to choose mascara for your mature lashes. We'll also discuss false lashes, waterproof mascara, how to select your perfect shade, and lots more. So join us for You'll Poke Your Eye Out next week's episode i'm lining up my ladies now <laughs> meanwhile find life gloss on instagram and tiktok at lifeglosspodcast.com and on our website lifegloss.com you just might catch us live on tiktok you never know all right everybody susan stay glossy hillary stay glossy Bye.